Okay, I think we're on. We are. We're on. We're live. We are live. We're live. So this is um, this is Weather Chat. This is the first. This is the pilot episode of Weather Chat. I think this correct. this is the first. There's a lot of pressure on us right now. You know, we'll we'll make it work. Yeah, we always. Do. Um. So so Weather Chat is um the kind of. I mean, we honestly have tossed this idea around for a good two years now, Ed and I, Ed and I were on a podcast a, a year or two ago when we were working for different organizations. And, um, we've had the great fortune of being able to come together and work for the same company now. And we, um, started empire weather just about a year ago. Now we celebrated a year. Uh, I guess it was very recently. Yeah. Very recently. Yeah. So yeah. we had a big party for that. So that was exciting. And, um, we, you know, we're really excited to kind of bring the, the thought with weather chat is, we don't have a platform where meteorologists and weather forecasters can just really just chat about the weather and we can ask questions and we can have visitors on, we can have guests and, you know, from, from, from PhDs to weather enthusiasts that are still in high school, we want to have that platform for people to be able to interact. So super excited about it. And it's going to be a very lax laid back conversation. Um, it was very tough to get Ed to agree to this. He's a very serious guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And and uh, but we're glad that we're glad that I was. A, it took some money, and you know I had to get some Lots other people, some oh, people sure. involved. But Ed is here. So <laughs> so so we're 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 that's my that's my soft intro that was not rehearsed for one single second. My name is John Hamanuk. Um, I'm uh, the owner of Empire Weather, also uh, New York Metro Weather LLC, and Ed is also the owner of Empire Weather. We um, very excited to to start this and to uh, be here doing this and we'll be doing it for the rest of the winter and have some special things lined up. So stick with us, hang out. Let's let's get into it, Ed. Let's talk about the winter forecast. What a month this was. We this I, has been Yeah. I tell you what, I mean it's to start off, I wanna let everybody know if you're shivering, I'm I'm in Florida right now. Okay. So just keep that in just keep that in the back of your mind while I'm talking about this winter forecast. Um, it really, really annoys John, so we're going to do it. But no, it's, it really has been a, a pretty crazy month. And I tell you, we're seeing some of the uh, first hints of winter showing up, obviously, there across the Midwest and even into the Northeast, John, huh? You know what? I today decided that I was going to go to the gym after work. And after making that decision, I proceeded to spill something on my work pants. And then I had the great fortune of walking home uh, through New York City after this cold front has passed with shorts on. And it was an exhilarating experience, to I'm say sure the least. Yeah. A sight to it, see, I'm sure. A sight to see. Yes. There, I, I got a couple looks. It was, you know, getting to the meteorology of it, this is impressive. I mean, this is... Um, it's early season. It's short, you know, and, and that's kind of frequent for this time of year. You know, you get th these these shots of cold come in and out uh, more often than not. But this is a very impressive bout of polar air that's coming in um, and well, is here now mm -hmm. and you know, pretty well forecast, I would say, too. I mean, we, we not us, but I, I would say from the forecast model Maybe. perspective, for sure. it's for sure. it's been on ensembles for weeks. Absolutely. And I, I think this the high latitude blocking we've seen has been exceptional and it's it's really really you know i i've been oh gee i've been professionally doing this for seven years now oh boy here we go uh, no i mean it's it's been quite a while since we've seen this 
magnitude of cold uh, for so long. And it's, it's in multiple waves. This, this Pacific pattern is really uh, delivering early on. And it's even delivered a little bit of snow. We've had the pleasure of working with some folks who are in the snow business and it's starting early this year, just like last year. Well, yeah, <laughs> a lot of, a lot, a lot of people would say, this is just my general, the general reaction on, on the, the Twitters. Um, most would say they wish this came a couple of weeks later if, if we're in the business of snow, but um, I agree. I, I, you know, and listen, when you get blocking like this in the Pacific, I mean, this is this is north of Alaska now. We're in the Arctic territory where this blocking was and three, four standard deviations above normal at 500 millibars. So you, you that it, great signal to dislodge that air down into Canada. And we have a favorable pattern uh, to bring it down here into the northeast. And the next topic of discussion is going to be the moderation that comes after it. I mean, because we this is going to be a tough fork. This is a every winter, I feel like and tell me if you agree with this, but. Every winter, I feel like there's there's multiple forks in the road of the winter forecast. And winter hasn't even started yet. But we're approaching the point now where we're going to get to our first fork in the road, and it's going to be in early December. And it and half of the guidance goes one way and half of it goes the other way. And it's either going to – you know we're either going to have opportunities for snow and cold from the Midwest, Great Lakes, and Northeast, or we're going to see Pacific air kind of flood into the United States and – you know, this is they always the saying is men from boys, but this is a really big forecasting challenge coming up. Yeah, absolutely, and it it really does stem in that Pacific domain. I, I think we are seeing the MJO start to become a little bit more active here, and one thing I'm noticing here is is as we get into the six to ten day, we're starting to see those those changes really start to be apparent in Alaska, and like you said, John, it's it's a matter of of how what's what's the magnitude and what's the duration of this this type of pattern that's going to set up and it's not just on the pacific side we're probably going to see some shake up on the uh on the atlantic side at least briefly huh yeah well we have the uh they've kind of been discussing it both in our internal products and freely available social media as well but um there are plenty of signs in the medium and long range for the development of high latitude blocking from really from uh the Kara Sea, scandinavia region uh, building kind of retrograding back towards Greenland. And that's, that's the area where you start to see the cl more classic preloading patterns for effects on the stratospheric polar vortex, which you look at the troposphere, which is where most of our weather occurs. People kind of think of the stratospheric vortex as the do all end all kind of controlling everything. But a lot of times you get these perturbations that, that start in the troposphere and they work their way up. And so that's what we're looking at here. Um, kind of a disruption from the tropospheric uh, domain that could work up into the stratosphere later and disrupt the NAO. So lots of questions as we move here into December. It's going to be really exciting um, if I have enough coffee in me because <laughs> I, I am absolutely exhausted. I mean, the winter forecast process here and kind of ramping up over the last couple of weeks, I love meteorology so much. I am so burnt out. I mean, <laughs> you're not Ed, kidding. I mean, we have we have these folks. Ed, I know we talk every morning, but yep, I am so tired. I'm so tired, <laughs> and I, I don't think a lot. I don't think enough people. You know, I don't think enough people understand that. And I'm not. You know, I'm not looking for sympathy here. But <laughs> the business of meteorology, especially this time of year, when it comes to long range, medium range, and short range forecasting, is absolutely exhausting. 
It is. And it's, it's not only just the process, but the different areas that are impacted by these long range forecasts, you know, right. we, we work in so many different sectors where you're, you know, where we're trying to take this complex information and, and bring it down to a level that's actionable. And, and that over time, especially when let's be honest, you know, the summer was, is a nice break from all of the, the operational chaos that we're in during the winter season and kind of jumping back into it coupled with this pattern has just been, it's been rough, but we've dealt with worse. I'm sure you, you dive into the deep end. That's what we just did. <laughs> we dove into the deep end. Speaking of uh, one cool thing that happened over the last couple of weeks is the uh, ECMWF decided that it was now no longer illegal for people to share and I haven't read the terminology on this exactly, so so don't quote me on this, but the general sense is that it is no longer uh, an arrestable offense to post European model weather maps all over social media, whether it be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you know, whatever dating app you use, you know, you can put them wherever you want. And, and so... Tinder snow maps. Yeah. <laughs> put that as your profile picture, see how that goes. Uh, but I... I I, I think it's great. I really do. I think it's an awesome thing because the, the more information that gets out there, the better. But there's definitely an angle where you can see this winter being an absolute nightmare on social media. Oh, it, I feel like it gets worse every year. And yeah. Well, this is I, not going to help. No. But on the flip side, I'd like to think that we have more ability to post more impactful graphics you know we'll have access to the european ensemble members that we can put you know there's there's a lot right. of things that we will have access to that will absolutely be able to provide value to the end user or audience but you're right it's we're still going to have the opportunity here to post things that still can be of value right we're still going to have opportunities to post uh, some of the ensemble means some of the ensemble members so there's still things we can provide but you're exactly right i mean it's tough when you, when everybody can do it. And, and I think being allowed quote unquote to do more of, of that already is probably not a good thing from a macro view, but hopefully we can make something out of it. You know, well, I already noticed it because when we went into the early part, you know, the, the last week or two, we had a couple storm threats and yeah. I saw many more people sharing the uh, probability maps from the ensembles, yeah. which I think are such a cool way to visualize snowfall potential. And obviously Absolutely. they have their drawbacks as well, but man, far and far better than posting operational maps. And mm -hmm. largely in some sense, I, I'd say I'm of the opinion that having only certain maps available almost encouraged those maps to be shared. So now I agree with, it's an interesting angle that I generally agree with. And I think that the more information, the better. I mean, people are going to start to figure out what's accurate and what's not. You'd hope unless you're on Facebook because people on Facebook can't seem to figure it out at all. But the general sense, I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing. And yeah. being able to post all different ensemble members, probabilities, maps, ensemble spread, things like that. Immensely valuable overall. I, I think is it's it's always what's the saying? Something you know, the tool is only as good as its handler, whatever. However that that saying goes. Yeah, you nailed um, that one. Yeah, I have no idea. It's been a long day. <laughs> <laughs> We're recording this in the evening for everybody. Listening. <laughs> um, but you know, is is 
as long as the person can convey whatever map they're using generally the outcome is going to be positive positive in my right. opinion you know so it's i think it's a good thing i think it's unfortunately things will get in the hands of people it shouldn't be in but that's the case with everything so you know i'm not going to try to be the weather police i, I don't have enough time in the day anymore <laughs> anymore so you once were the weather police uh no no what okay. was oh jeez no there's a couple of people on twitter that come after me when i post yeah. uh I maps i've gotten a couple of nasty emails as well <laughs> Uh, well. But nowadays, nowadays we can get away with it. So, um, <laughs> all right. So let's talk the next two weeks and then wrap this bad boy up. So yep. we we, oh, we we can talk a little bit about business too. You don't you want to talk about that more? Yeah, I mean, I just I, I think a, lo- a lot of people who are probably going to listen to this are either a client of ours or people who follow along with kind right. of what we do, right? And right. I think it's it's we haven't really been, I guess, on the record about kind of how this all came about and how we're kind of doing our thing and is this on the record now uh, it is oh boy absolutely no boy. so this is official now yeah i think <laughs> it's cool yeah I, I agree i agree let's talk more about it so yeah i mean so so give, crazy, give us but... ed give us the breakdown give the people what they want tell uh, them how yes. empire weather came yes. to be so we you know i was kind of doing my own thing I, I worked at a couple outlets you know prior to to where i'm at now and really i was kind of doing my own consulting thing um building a client base pretty quickly, a lot of work, you know, just, just crazy long days. And John and um, Doug Simonian, who you'll hear on this down the road, um, doing the same thing. And we, John and I, how long have we known each other on the internet, John? Long time. Long, the long internet. time. We've been internet friends for quite some time. Quite some time. Since 2011, 2010. It's been a while. And yeah. we, I think our goals and our, our values aligned um really well and you know we're in a very unique situation with you know some of my life some of john's life some of doug's life and it just all kind of came to be at the right place right time and you know it's been it's been love ever since is that how that one goes that's a great you know what a segue that was (laughs) my goodness that's a lot of pressure on me now yeah i i agree i would i would generally echo those sentiments it's uh, you know, it's funny how things kind of roll along. And we, we, Doug and I started New York Metro Weather in, well, we, so here's the story. This is a good one. I started New York Metro Weather as a blog on Blogspot. Anyone remember that site? I do not. I okay. Do. So, I do. So, so Blogspot was back, and we're, we're, we're going back to like the GeoCities days. So, so I started um, New York Metro Weather on Blogspot. And what I would do is I would, this was when I was in high school, I would skip gym class and go to the media center and work on New York com, <laughs> And I would write things that made very little sense. And, you know, we're in just an attempt at long range forecasting, but, but I'll tell you the, the amazing thing about that time back in, you know, I guess it was like 2004, 2005, mm. the weather forum community was so strong. Yeah. And I learned a ton from a lot of really great meteorologists that, you know, Twitter is awesome, but that was that was a long form discussion. Yep. And so I had the time to sit and break down their individual posts and pieces of uh, pieces of information that they would write, and uh, that kind of helped form the basis of my understanding of meteorology. And then, obviously, um, kept New York Metro alive through uh, college, and then afterwards decided with Doug that we wanted to pursue it as our own company, and so we started it as an LLC and gained a great following and, you know, just always have been kind of about the interaction and, um, 
community-based type type deal. And then we got into the consulting business and realized that that was a really, really great way to kind of get into that is, is we, we love the personal relationships and developments that we have with our clients kind of as friends more than, than business. And uh, what ended up eventually happening is we came to a crossroads because New York Metro weather has always been a free weather source. And we didn't want to cut off the people that quite frankly, did not need to pay for weather. And they, they wanted that free and interactive weather. And that's when coincidentally enough started having the discussions with Ed and we said, you know what? Empire weather is the perfect combination of everything that we want to do. And New York Metro weather continues on as its own free weather source. And we have empire weather as our consulting business. And what a, what a first year this has been. I Holy mean, moly. Yes. yeah, <laughs> it's been, a, it's been an entire year and I am getting ready to take, I have like a, annual trip that i take there we I go, go. Yeah, yeah all right all right i go completely off listen the people want to hear this okay <laughs> i go com- i go completely off the grid um next week in in vermont and last year this time when i went up i remember we had we were just starting empire and it is amazing now nah, i'm not going to get sappy on you but it is amazing to, to look back at what how far we've come in the last year um, and where we are now. So very exciting things. We one year after having the idea, we are finally recording this podcast. <laughs> yes. here, here we are. This is the the first episode of this podcast finally happened. Um, but what it's been amazing and really excited for for what we what we have to come. Who do you want to be your first guest on this show? Ed? I was thinking the same thing. I don't know. I it's if I, what we're going to do is we're going to put this out on Twitter and we'll share it with our company and our individual accounts. And we're gonna, do you think anyone even wants to come on here and talk to I, us? Probably I, not. I may probably not, but I mean, if I, I have some, I have a six pack of beer, I have a six pack of beer in the fridge. Come on over. <laughs> we'll talk weather. Come on. This is bribery now. I think this is illegal. <laughs> no. Apple's not going to put us up on the, on iTunes. I know. No, we'll, we'll be okay. No, but no, we, we, we do have to get this out to people and, and, you know, I want to, I want to incorporate what people want to hear. You know, I'm sure people have yeah. questions that they don't feel comfortable asking on, on Twitter or over the phone or whatever. And this is where we can answer them and we can discuss. So anonymously, if they wish, sure, whatever, whatever, anonymously. but uh, no, yeah, we definitely need to uh, think about that here in the coming weeks. Maybe once you're back from your uh, little hiatus here up in, up in Vermont. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we're going to try to do an episode every week or two. So yes. Yes, We're going to yes. have to stick to that, Yes. which uh, I, I think um, this was a great little opening opening episode, and we're, we'll close it with this. Winter forecast, give the people the breakdown, Ed, month by month. Yeah. Just, and we're talking very general. Yep. Keep it to – here's actually, here's a challenge. Yep, I got it. Keep it to, keep it to 30 seconds. All right. I got to – let's let's relax here. I need to – The clock is ticking. The clock okay, is ticking. going. So basically what we're seeing here, we kind of talked about at the beginning there – December has some characteristics that could be on the warmer side, but for some of the reasons we talked about earlier, I think the high latitude blocking may play some games um, versus, you know, some of the analog gears that were a little warmer. Um, but certainly as we move further along into uh, the January and February timeframe here, uh, it does look a lot of our analogs and a lot of our research suggests it could be a colder than normal winter. And uh, some of the years, uh, which we'll, I'm sure we'll get into here um, in another episode, um, some of the years are pretty snowy. So that's that's something we're going to have to take into consideration here deeper into the winter. There's some pretty good signal for some high-latitude blocking, which usually leads to a, a pretty 
cold outlook here January, February. So warmer to start, a slower, uh, slower start here and a, a colder and perhaps snowier finish. So that's, I don't know if that was 30 seconds, but I tried. It was very close. It was slightly over oh. uh, and you will be penalized that's next fine. episode. That's fine. So next episode, 26 seconds. That's fine. That's for whatever for whatever it is we're talking about <laughs> that was that was a good summary okay let's wrap it up uh this has been this has been great um weather chat episode one uh ed valley john hominuk empire weather we're gonna do this again we're gonna get some cool people on here um i mean we're, we're fine talking by ourselves though i don't know that i, I don't know I mean, that we I mean, need i personally like listening to your voice i don't know if everybody else does all right but... we gotta end this yeah we gotta end this it's getting late for sure we're out okay thanks ed see ya, see ya.